0: Hello everyone, my name is Maciej Nowak and welcome to the awesome to know podcast where we discuss all things WordPress. I'm continuing today with a two guest theme. We are talking with Ohaya from WordCamp Europe um, community team and Marco Chiesi from the local team. They are sharing behind the scenes of organizing WordCamp Europe 2024, which will take place in Torino, Italy in June. If you don't want to miss new episodes and continue learning about WordPress, please subscribe to our newsletter at awesomestudio.com slash newsletter. This is osomstudio.com slash newsletter. Or if you are watching this on YouTube, please give us a thumb and subscribe to the channel. This means a word to us. Without further ado, please continue to listen to our conversation with Marco and Ohaya.
1: Hey everyone, it's good to have you here. We're glad you decided to tune in for this episode of the Awesome to Know podcast.
0: Hello, Hiya. Hello, Marco.
2: How are you I'm today? Doing good. <laughs> All good. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much for making the time to, to to join the podcast. And today we will be talking about WordCamp Europe, how to organize an event of this scale. I'm super interested into um, into. And the background stories and you know um, interesting stuff that's not re- regularly seen you know um, on the Outlook. Let's say so I'm I'm very curious. First of all, because we you you are uh, part of the organizers um, organizer team, and number one question that I, I I had in mind is how do you pick a city in which WordCamp is organized so this is this is really interesting for me.
2: Well I, I have a, just a f- bit of information about that I know that uh, uh, there's an official call f- uh, every year so it's a call for the next organizing city. Um, I am aware that in example Turin uh, participated also in the past uh, but didn't uh, take the first place. And and usually uh, the city for next year is revealed at the end of each work camp. I am aware that it, it's necessary to give a lot of uh, information to already have found uh, a venue that is uh, that can host such a big event. So usually, one year before, the local team of that country uh, starts uh, organizing for the application. Um, That's what I know, but uh, I I was not involved uh, in this case, so I'm I'm not uh, aware of all the details. Not sure if OIA maybe has some more context on this.
1: A little bit. So. Last year I was an organizer, also. Um, so this year I'm on the community team. Last year I was on the community team, and um, after WordCamp was over last year, I read the organizers' handbook. <laughs> so, <All right>. um, <laughs> yeah, there there are Trusting certain space, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I read it in like two days. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I was like really, really far behind or if I was going really quickly doing that, but, um, I learned a lot in the process of being an organizer anyway. There are stipulations for the city. It does have to have obviously a venue that can hold, um, you know, the amount of people that, that end up coming to camp. And, um, you know, I think people, um, I think they look at, um, you know, accommodation, availability, and things like that. So um, lots of things can be referred to in the organizer's handbook and and online, um, which I'm actually looking at right now. There's a quiz that you can take after you read it. So you can go in stages if you're like into checking things off and it makes you feel satisfied to get a grade (laughs) um you can go through the work right (laughs) and quiz yourself yeah yeah um so yeah i'm not i don't remember exactly all of the details but um venue is obviously like one of the first things that everyone looks at and then in the united states they do it two years in a row in the same place (laughs) oh Um, they yeah, do it two years in the same place. Yeah. I, I don't know why I need to turn that off. I think it's my computer because it does it across every, um, application that I use. But, um, for the next couple of years in the United States, it'll be in Portland. But I was really hoping it would be in Cleveland because my city, um, that I was born in is Akron, Ohio. But, um, I'll get to visit the West Coast of the United States later in the fall this year. So,
0: yeah. Oh, and, and will you participate in uh, WordCamp US?
1: I think so. I've applied to be an organizer, so I'm really hoping that works out. Um, I, I would assume they get a ton of applications for that, but um, it would be my first time. So I'll definitely be going.
0: Right, so maybe I, I started with the city and everything, but maybe for, the, for our listeners who are not familiar with the uh, concept of, of WordCamp, can you explain for, for our listeners, you know, what's the idea behind WordCamp and, you know, what is WordCamp, especially WordCamp Europe?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna talk about this from my viewpoint and my history of, of being a part of the WordCamp community. In 2012, I went to a word camp in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I had been using WordPress at that point for a couple of years. And I was just really kind of unaware of what the community aspect of it was. And I went to some workshops and, you know, I didn't realize it didn't soak in um, how special it was. And then six years later, I went to one really close to my hometown in Kent, Ohio. And I still didn't really understand. I knew that there was like information to tap into and maybe some networking, but I, I just kind of mainly went to, you know, I went to the um, WordCamp tracks and then I signed up to go to contributor day the next day. And I actually ended up not going. I didn't understand the concept of at all. Um, and then four years later in 2022, I went to WordCamp in Porto in Athens. Um, I was living in Northwest, um, Spain at the time and, um, shout out to WordCamp Pontevedra. And, um, and I was like, yeah, hey, why not all, you know, Porto isn't that far from where I'm living right now. And so I went there and it was amazing. Like it, it, I was, totally like knocked off my feet, thousands of people. um, And I still really didn't understand the, the concept of contributor day, but I could see that this was something bigger and, and super connected. And there were a lot of really, really welcoming people. I met and a lot of new people and made a lot of new friends. And, you know, that situation can be kind of scary if your first word camp or like if, if you're going to a flagship word camp for a first time, it can be really overwhelming. But I felt like everyone there really, really wanted newcomers to be comfortable. They really wanted me to understand what was going on. Um, and everyone was really helpful. You know, like I think that's one of the things about WordPress and being open source is that, you know, People aren't guarding information. Um, there seems to be less of a hierarchy or or elitists in our community, and people want you to learn. So saying something out loud or suggesting something on a ticket or a thread that people have already talked about before or that might not make sense is okay because new ideas are coming from everywhere all the time. And like a brand new beginner might have a new eye-opening, Um, way to look at things than a 20 year veteran. So, um, for me, going to that flagship WordCamp in Porto really opened my eyes to like how connected, um, the, the social aspect is. Like it's, it's huge social. And then I live in Spain, which has, I think, after the States or possibly surpassing, I'm not sure annually the second most WordCamps in all of the countries of the world. So I got really lucky when I decided to plug into the WordCamp community here, because there's about one a month in Spain, sometimes two even. And I just kept going and going. And I have made friends that I know that I'll have for a lifetime. And I have friends that will help me with things, you know, I can tweet someone or, direct message someone and people want to help. And I obviously try not to abuse that because I know we all make our livings doing this stuff, but there's always somebody like ready to help me look at a problem. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I think we share the same, maybe not the but but uh, uh, WordCamp Porto was also first for me uh like like national like sort like the like the the big world camp right so i i this was um this was the first one um the first one big because it was uh one in our city where we uh when um where i uh visited first right but then uh, there was pandemics and then there was world camp uh, world camp porto and everyone was so thirsty for events meetings and i think this added to the success of this event because i also was blown away by uh, by that marco i'm very curious about your story you know how first of all you know, you know why are you on board why are you spending time doing this stuff you are doing Alright? it's a ton of time yeah. to to um, to sacrifice of your own personal time so i'm you know you are volunteers why are you doing this marco can you can you tell a bit of your story.
2: Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I have quite a similar story because uh, I've been using WordPress uh, since uh, 2010, more or less. Uh, but for a long time, uh, I basically contributed some something, but only online and without participating into the community. And then in 2016, I attended uh, the first my first work camp, which, which was a flagship work camp. It was work camp Europe in Vienna, and I was uh, blown away by that uh, event. So after that, I started to participate uh, in all the work camps that I could, and at that time, also Italy was quite uh, active in terms of community where. Uh, we had like five or six work camps each year, which is quite a lot. So I started uh, going to basically all the Italian work camps. And in the upcoming years, I also went again to work camp Europe in Belgrade and also in Berlin and um, also some other work camps outside of Italy, like uh, Work London, and at some point, I also started to apply as a speaker in work camps. So I, I think I've done like six or seven speeches in various work camps, and and so my involvement in the community uh, increased. And I also started a local meetup, uh, which is basically a small version of a work camp in in, this, in local cities. And so, for before the pandemic, for like uh, one year and a half, I have been an organizer of my local meetup. Um, and yeah, uh, and. At some point, I I wanted to jump on on the other side of the organization, and so I applied uh, to be an organizer. Uh, For me, it's the first time uh, being an organizer in such a large event. Uh, I've been organizing only meetups, and previously, I also participated in organizing an online WordCamp in Italy, WordCamp Italy, during the pandemic but yeah that's basically my story and why I do that because of the community Uh, I love the people uh, the especially the Italian community is full of people that are really friendly I love all the networking that uh, I was able to to do with uh, all these people and that's the reason I'm here. Um, I'm really excited. I was really excited when I discovered that uh, ne- this year, Work and Bureau will be in Italy. And so, uh, as soon I, as I discovered that, I applied uh, uh, for being uh, mm. for being an organizer. Great. Right. And and so, since this is in Italy,
0: so is it like um, the local community is uh, presenting the project to do given World Camp Europe in, in the in the in the city from that from that country because you know it, it it's all volunteer volunteer based, right? So who yes. is the Spark that decides okay this year we are doing you know we are I know petitioning to have it in given country, given city, right? So is it like I'm curious because the Spark has to come come from somewhere, and who is who is the spark in this case? Because it, it the world camp, your plans in in Italy. So you know.
2: Yeah, well, the, the the community in the city of Turin is uh, pretty active. So there, I'm not from that city, mm-hmm. uh, but they, they run a a meetup. Uh, they've been running it for a long time, and also. Uh, they organize a local work camp every year, and it's probably one of the most famous uh, work camps in Italy. <laughs> but there's a lot of collaboration also with uh, people from other cities. So when it was the time to choose which cities, which city would be the best to apply as Italian community, uh, there was some discussion, and basically all the people agreed that Turin. Was uh, the best candidate that we could present.
0: How many people are you expecting this year? Because I, I remember it, it's like a couple of thousand every year, and I'm I'm curious. You know, it it's, it's a massive scale, right? It's the
1: I heard the number thirty five hundred buzzing around, but also for last year, I don't really. I also feel like I heard that number for Porto. Um, I think because Italy is so centrally located um we may see more people than last year it's possible um but yeah I would say around 3000 to 4000 people should be expected yeah
0: massive it's a lot it's a, it's really it's really a lot and how how are the teams organized because um Hi, you are on a community team. Marco, which team are you coming from? I'm from, from
2: the local team. Uh, okay. E- right, even so? if I'm
0: remote. <laughs> yeah, because you are <laughs> in local team, but remote working remotely, you like? <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this is I- it's a bit of a,
2: a, a paradox, but yeah, uh, I'm a r- remote member of the local team. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, so, so what are what are your duties? You know, what what's your daily operations in terms of you know not your daily job, but rather what are your daily operations um, in terms of organizing the event?
1: Marco, what well, does the local
2: team do? right Yeah. Exactly. What are you yeah. guys even doing? <laughs> well, uh, actually, we have uh, weekly meetings and we discuss uh, the things that we need to do. And then, uh, by the way, we are a small team. We are just four people. Uh, Three are located in Turin, and I am remote, as I said. So our team lead, Laura, uh, manages most of the things and gives us some assignment uh, for the week, uh, which in my case is mainly to contact some external uh, sources to get information and things like that. Uh, At the moment, our main responsibilities is to uh, collect like uh, estimates and quotes for services like the uh, services in the venue, like catering, and also provide information about uh, local providers, in example, for the merchandise and things like that. So, and, and we are available for other teams when they have uh, requests related to, to, the, to the local city. And uh, personally, I, I'm currently in charge of organizing the patronages. So it's basically to have uh the permission to use the logo from local institutions in our uh communication uh, and by the way, this is something that is pretty common here in Italy but talking with other organizers we discovered that it's not uh, that common in other countries to have the the logo from the city or uh, we were also thinking about asking the european commission for that patronage since it's a european level uh, event uh, yeah that, that, yeah that, that's we... very
0: interesting because th- this is actually what w- what i was also uh, going to ask you is how do you work with the local city because you now patronage is one one thing the city gives a logo but what kind of support can you count on from from the city and if is this a scale of the event where cities is interested in, I don't know, participating, supporting, you know, making your life easier? How,
2: how, how does it work? Yes, yes. Uh, also, we, we are in touch with the local tourism office that is uh, giving us a lot of support in terms of I- information uh, and tourist materials that we could use for the website and our team is also writing some articles about the city that we will give to the communication team to to be published and so all <clears throat> right yeah right. And, um, and
0: what would be the the role of potential you know co- cooperation with uh, European commission uh, what 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 would you count on from their patronage well
2: i, I expect that they will just uh, give the permission to use their logo and maybe give us some exposure in some of their public channels. But uh, okay. yeah, the, this is still uh, uh, ongoing, so I, I don't know exactly what to expect at the moment. Okay,
1: we have um, so. I'm on the community team, but I also jumped in to help do the implementation of the really beautiful design. Um, the design team is led by, um, Lena, Lena Loku, I think is how you say her last name. And, um, I'm helping to, to put the face on everything that goes on, on a website. And we're, we're in the works. Um, it's been a couple of days since we started getting everything together and we have added, uh, Turismo Torino e Provincia since 1997. So their logo is on the footer because they did give us, um, you know, uh, some substantial support. And I'm not exactly sure how, how that works. Like if it's put toward the venue or something like that, but, um, Definitely want to shout out to Torino um, that they are supporting this event. Yeah.
0: Mhm. Right. Yeah. Th- this is very interesting to to know how how to cooperate with a city. You know because so much is going on. In a, you know in a city big as uh, as big as as Torino, and you know the the city should be well versed in helping you know such initiatives so i am you know not being in in such um involved in such event i was curious you know what's, what what you can count on when you would be or you know if you will be organizing organizing such an event and uh, oh what what are apart from that um support of the website what are your responsibilities like day to day operations <laughs>
1: So the community team um I got picked last year by Estela Rueda to be on the community team and many of us were Spanish speaking. Estela is Mexican, I live in Spain. Most of our meetings were in English still though. Um but um and it's interesting to see like the difference between the two years um but we community team is in charge of The wellness track, which Marco's local team will probably help, have to help us find like yoga mats and someone to lead a yoga class. I think yoga will be included this year. We're also going to do, I think, a tour of um, Torino. Um, so wellness track, um, we also do the kids workshop, and we are trying to make sure that we have someone that speaks Italian and English because we expect like a lot of, you know, local kids to show up. Um, we are in charge of Contributor Day, which is huge. Um, and if you don't know what Contributor Day is, it is when we um, come together and we contribute to WordPress. We'll have different tables um, like for the design team, for support, for plugins, for polyglots. Um, and you learn for first timers, I would say you really learn the importance of connecting on Slack, having your profile on wordpress.org, and you really learn about how to connect and the importance of the connection. As a first timer in 2022, it didn't really accomplish much, but I started to understand like, okay, GitHub is used or there's tickets or, you know, like we talk together as a community about what we prefer on this needs design or needs design feedback ticket track. Cause I went to the design table. So contributor day, which is a huge, like it's a whole day in itself. Um, we find all the table leads for all of the tables. Um, what else do we do? Community booth, which is like, should be the hub of like, everyone that goes to WordCamp Camp should stop by community booth, take a selfie with us. Um... We, last year we had a map um, and this year we'll have a map so you can put like a sticker of where you're from. We are focused this year on sustainability. And so we're really hoping to have someone from Five for the Future in our booth at all times. Um, and Five for the Future is a program that connects people with um, companies and organizations that want to sponsor your contribution to WordPress. So Community Booth, it's going to be really fun. We'll have swag there and all kinds of stuff. And what else? Um, wellness, kids. We make sure all of the side events. So like all of the parties and networking events that aren't organized by us. Let's say like there is, you know, a plugin that um, sponsors like a party the first night. We make sure that's published onto the website so everybody has access to all of the fun and extra activities. Um, I know I'm forgetting stuff. There's like at least three more things that our team does. So we're all over the place. That's cool. We're trying to make sure you guys are having fun. And oh, WordCamp Connect so important. So we um, also have like in WordPress, there are speakers, there's stages, there's panels. And so a lot of that is you absorbing, right? Um, but WordCamp Connect is sort of a different idea where it's a bit more of a discussion between the attendees and the people who are like leading the discussion. Um, so this year, like I said, we're focusing on sustainability. We maybe want to have WordCamp connect like panel community discussions about you know mental health or the environment or how not to burn out or you know how to find sponsorship and when i say sponsorship i mean like you devote five or ten hours of your week every week to making sure that plugins pass so that they can be used um or um translating things And there are companies out there that will sponsor you for that and pay you hourly or, you know, a flat fee and you, you do work. So we're really, Lisa, um, is my, the community team leader and she is all about connecting people and making sure they're feeling sustained. So, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I I have never heard about, um, WordCamp Connect. Um, Last year it was hidden.
1: Um, So it's, it's had a few different names. It was WP Cafe. And then last year it was WP Connect. And we're changing the name because there have been other entities in the world that suddenly pop up with this name or had the name and we didn't know about it. So it's currently WordCamp Connect. And it's like Word WP Cafe. Um, last year it was hidden. It was like in a part of the venue that nobody, like we had to have people like bring people to WordCamp Connect. But this year it should either be like in one of the main stage areas or very, very visible. Um, and so yeah, it's just a bit more intimate. And if you want more of a chance to like ask questions or participate, um, we just want to provide that, um, space for, for attendees. And if you still, just want to listen and absorb totally open to that too. Mm-hmm. But but is it like a track? You
0: have main stage and track on the main stage. Then you have different stage track on a different stage. And then there is WordCamp connect where there will be speakers. I don't know, open table for discussion. How, how does it work? Uh, you know, like in real life,
1: logistically, um... We're still kind of figuring it out. The space that uh, the venue in Torino is this gigantic space. I haven't been there. There's a venue visit coming up actually. It's a gigantic space and there are two closed areas that I hear are quite large. Um, there are two closed areas that, that will be the two tracks. And we may end up sharing like later in the evening one of those spaces and, you know, having a more intimate space, turning that into a more intimate space. It is kind of like a track. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a different track with less. um It's just a bit more laid back and open and communal. So, um but it, it is sort of changing and growing and we're stabilizing exactly how it works, but it does change with the venue every year. You know, we, don't have that many closed off smaller areas this year. So we have to go with the flow, which is a lot of WordCamp organizing, go with the flow and just do our best to, you know, provide, I think this track, it's not a track. I shouldn't have called it a track, but it kind of is. Um, we're just doing our best to make sure that the attendees and the community like have a good space to participate um, in WordCamp mm-hmm. Connect. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. I, ha- I have to pay you a visit there because I have never heard about this. Also, I think in Porto there was yoga maybe, but I also haven't seen that. So I'm very curious now, um, how are you going to do yoga? You know during court camp uh, <laughs> will, will be fun to watch or participate even because I, I, I'm on and off for yoga for 10 years now. Uh I, I that, that's where that you know. I would love to see this. <laughs> um
1: I did yoga in in Porto, which was nice. It was outside. The weather was nice enough. I don't really remember it being too hot in Porto actually, so that's great. They definitely no, they doesn't... had yoga and tai chi last year and they had a hike last year. Um, and, um, this year I'm not on the wellness subcommittee this year, but I've heard talks of yoga and a tour around the city. And so they're working out the details of like, will that be in an inside space? I would assume it's an inside space. Cause I don't know if we have outside space at the venue, ling- lingoto, lingato. Um, but we also, another thing that's really important, um, and I'm not sure if it's, it must be production's um, responsibility, but we, <laughs> um, thumbs up for production. We also will have a quiet room. Exactly. So, um, but I don't think that that will be used for the yoga. I, I'm, I'm not sure. But there's a quiet room because you know three thousand people can get overwhelming. So if you need to go to a space and just you know unplug, there will be that also.
0: Uh, I have a life hack for everyone attending uh, a world camp. Um, after a couple of hours, because I usually do the hallway track, which is you know unofficial track. I spent all of the world camp nearly on on hallway talking with people but then i am very overwhelmed and then then i head back to the hotel i shut down all of the curtains i i do the total blackout of the room i have um you know, uh, earplugs you know that muffles all of the sounds and you know, I put a mask on my face, and then I just you know trying to calm down for a half an hour, 45 minutes, trying to have a short nap, and then back for the you know party or whatever is going on after you know after the evening because it's it's really overwhelming. I'm I'm like uh, I'm totally wrecked and excited. I can uh, I can you know not eat during that event because this is so exciting, but then I have to really calm down. Uh, you know recharge the batteries, reset, do the reset and fresh, go back, go back to the, to the venue. This is, you know, I I highly recommend it
1: because it works for me. (laughs) So I can, I can recommend it. I, I think it's good that we are, you know, being aware of that and being aware of our mental health and like being aware of the fact that like these things can be super stimulating and, that we need, you know, quiet spaces. And it's good that it's talked about in the community. And and with the yoga, you know, like a lot of us can have a sedentary lifestyle where we sit and work and work and work. Like I woke up this morning, rolled out of bed and started working. I'm launching a website today. Almost forgot we had a podcast and looked up and it was like 30 minutes till, you know, like we can forget to move. Um, so incorporating some of the physical movement into, you know, flagships, or even maybe we could start doing it locally, I think is really important for us. Yeah.
0: I, I think for us, you know, spending our work life sitting, uh, unless someone has a standing desk or a treadmill under the desk, uh, attending World Cup is very physically uh, exercise uh, like um I'm like not maybe taxing but I would say that you do much more leg work during WordCamp than you are doing you know during a week of you know of, of life I'm 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 doing at least <laughs> so uh, so yeah uh, that, that, that that's interesting but you know it's also very satisfying because I came i'm I'm coming back from every word camp really buzzing with ideas. Even though, you know, there are different levels of uh, of talks, but, you know, meeting people is really, how to put it, it's it's really um, inspiring. Everyone is saying everything is inspiring, but, you know, it's really inspiring in the sense that you have fresh ideas, you have totally different viewpoints from people from all over the place, or like Europe or, or people coming from states as well and different part, parts of the world. So. Those different viewpoints from different geographies is really stimulating really and and then you can have a you know quiet time after you are back uh thinking what can okay I, I i heard all of those things, and now what can I do with this so I don't know my company my 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 plugin my whatever works better so it's like that that knowledge sharing is um It's unique for WordCamp. I have never um, been to any conference nor trade show where people were so laid off, but also open to share their, I don't know, business numbers, you know, behind the business, you know, ideas. This is very unique.
1: After WordCamp last year, WordCamp Europe, um, I was living in Sevilla and Nilo, who's, is he the lead photographer? He's one of the photographers this year. He called me up and he was like, Hey, do you want to help us organize, you know, the first word camp day? And I was like, what? And he was like, here's the issue. This is June. This is like right after word camp Europe, like I said. And he was like, "Uh, you know, everyone's going to go on vacation in August because that's just what happens in, in Spain. Everyone's going to go on vacation in August we're having our actual WordCamp Sevilla in October um, and blah, 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 and then the holidays. And so he was like, so I'm thinking we should do it in July. And I was just like, oh my God, like, what are you talking? He was so enthusiastic and so filled up with the energy from WordCamp Europe that he, I think we put together this WordCamp day, like next generation um, event in 20 days which was pretty crazy. More questions from me. Marco,
0: what are you struggling right now? I mean, I'm curious, you know, what are the toughest mm, toughest um, aspects of organizing such a big event? What do you struggle with?
2: Well, uh, again, uh, being remote, for me, everything is uh, a bit, uh, how to say, uh, strange. Uh, because I I had to contact some local entities or suppliers or whatever. And so this is a bit uh, uh, strange for me. And also for some of the uh, things that we are organizing, when we contact people, it, it seems that uh, it's too early, because I, I, in Italy, we most of the uh, small companies don't have a long-term view. So, if I go to some local suppliers and I ask something for June, they are they are not ready to accept uh, or uh, book uh, uh, anything. No way. So, um,
0: you 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 won't be able to uh, have something booked for June. Like I don't know, you want to have half a ton of cookies. You you can't buy half a ton of cookies with delivery date for June.
2: Yeah, that's uh, for for small suppliers. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that's they, that, that's they, a surprise. They say, oh yeah, it's too early, but I think that the most of the work. Uh, will be in the next month because the main, uh, the big, the big ones have been already addressed, like the venue, also the venue for the um, uh, social dinner uh, that uh, will be held uh, uh, at the end of the Contributor Day. And by the way, maybe it's something that we could spend some work on. Uh, basically all the organizers and speakers and sponsor uh, are invited to a social dinner that is uh, sponsored by the workcamp and so it that's uh, also a good uh, moment to net network with other people and yeah our team is also organizing for that but that's already covered because uh of course the the most important things uh, uh are covered uh All but right. yeah mm, at the moment uh, uh I, I still i am not yet in a phase that uh i feel like i'm struggling but i expect that uh, it uh Will not last longer because we we are a, a lot of work is expecting us. Yeah. And in general, I think this is different for every team because, in example, some team have a lot of work before, and where other uh, has more work when the event approaches. So yeah. So for now everything is good, uh, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but
0: you really surprised me with the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but <laughs> with, with the small providers not uh, knowing what they mm-hmm. will be doing in four months time or five yeah. months time. So <laughs> um, no. I don't know if I will be baking cookies, but, uh, you know, in June <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh hi! Is there anything you? Find difficult? I mean, maybe not in, in your daily work, but, you know, is there anything that is difficult to organize or, I don't know, synchronize because there are so many teams, you know, everyone's work, or most of the people are working remotely, helping, volunteering and so on. So anything on this front?
1: Personally, um, I'm not from here and I couldn't go to WordCamp last year. I couldn't go to WordCamp Europe last year. Because I was waiting for a visa and in that process, you can't leave. Well, you technically are not supposed to go to the other countries in the Schengen area. And I know actually that can be an issue for finding volunteers, (laughs) speakers. Um, you know, there were a lot of volunteers that didn't come last year because of visa issues. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing that okay. that like the volunteer team might have a hard time with or the content team, which when we talk about WordCamp Europe, um, when we say content, we mean the content of the tracks and the speakers and the workshops. Um So just personally for me, I couldn't enjoy it last year because I was in the middle of all of that. I'm still kind of in the middle of it um but we um we want to make sure that that word camp connect is is um you know that people get to participate and they understand what it is so finding the right space for that this year um is a bit of a trial right now um and what else oh Leaders for contributor day. Um, we just had our meeting yesterday with the, the community team. And I think all of the emails have been sent out and we're getting really close to like getting everybody, um, who will lead a table and, and it's a lot of tables. I'm not exactly sure how many leaders there are, but it's not like one leader for the design community day. It's like, if we have three tables for design or six, we need six leaders. And another thing is for community day, it's really hard for us to, like you, like I said, you have to have Slack and you have to have a WordCamp.org profile. And that can be really hard to understand. Slack is for me, like totally unintuitive to set up. Like I got a new phone a couple of weeks ago and I had to reset everything up. And every time I do it, I'm like, how do I do this? So imagine someone who like maybe has never used Slack or has only set it up on their computer once. They have to have Slack to really be able to communicate on contributor day. So we are figuring out and it's always like an issue. How do we best streamline bringing people in, getting them signed up on Slack and getting them signed up on wordcamp.org so that they can continue to stay connected after today. So it's almost like, you know, we were talking about maybe having right after registration, uh, you know, herding people over to like a space where they wait for a bit and then we help them, um, we, we help them sign up. So yeah, um, one of our big trials is getting people signed up new, newcomers who we love and we want more of, um, but getting them signed up for, uh, for community day or contributor day. Sorry. But
0: yeah. I, I, I think this is the case for every word camp where there is community day, right? So maybe there are, um, you know, try true, tried and true ways of activating people and newcomers.
1: It's just at such a scale, you know, we're talking about hundreds of people, if not a thousand, you know, who haven't set this up. And a lot of times you have to, I actually saw Ana Cirujano, Cirujano, do it in a really um, uh, efficient way. Um, we led a design table together at WordCamp Valencia, I think. And she had people come to her computer and type in their email address into her Slack account and then sent an email out directly to their email address. So that was really fast. But I don't know if we can do that at, you know, with hundreds of people at once. So it's, it is always an issue at contributor day. And a lot of times at design tables, That's kind of the main thing that you get to do with people. People show up to the design table and they're like, yeah, we're going to talk about the colors of websites or fonts. Or, But really, we're teaching you the tools that you can use later to contribute to WordPress. So we're teaching you about GitHub tickets. We're looking over tickets. We're making sure people are signed up on Slack and WordCamp.org. I can't say it enough. Like... If you are going to a WordCamp, try to sign up at least and get yourself a wordpress.org profile, a wordpress.org, a wordpress.org profile, and that'll help start the process of getting Slack and everything you need to contribute on Contributor Day. Yeah.
0: Do you wild idea? Is there like a like a, you know there are all sorts of um these kind of um keyboard shortcuts you know um, lookups and other everything like 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 this. So is, is there a short like instruction that you can follow you know before going to WordCamp that would be very easy and intuitive and visual like you know self-explanatory how to set up everything everything before you uh, you know end up uh, raising your your hand for for help please here
1: <laughs> yeah um i i'm pretty sure that we published a post last year we sent out an email drip campaign to the new um first time contributors at contributor day um there were a couple of social media videos that just went out to explain what Contributor Day is. Um, we'll probably publish a post this year of the steps that you need to go through to sign up. But it's just, it can be overwhelming and confusing, the process in itself. So I can't think of any life hacks or life quick keys to get somebody set up, like if they're a newcomer. There's no easy or efficient way that I can think of to do it. Marco, you are a bit more technical than me. You built your website in the last century, um, so maybe you know something that exactly, I don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we were to include that that piece of information that Marco <laughs> created his website last
2: from last century. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I built my first website. I, I think it was 1998. Was a static uh, HTML website on Jail Cities. Mm, it was a service that was hosting websites at that time. Um, but <laughs> about Contributor Day, uh, I remember that uh, also tech people were struggling contributing, maybe not to, with uh, signing up to Slack, but uh, if developers that wanted to contribute uh, to, in example, the core had to set up the local development environment during the contributor day. And so I, I remember that uh, often it was difficult. The, the table leads usually had some USB drive with uh, the local environment uh, to install on the contributor computer. So, uh, yeah, let's the, the, say the, the first steps to start contributing uh, are often a bit uh, of a struggle for people, but the idea of the contributor days is to give everyone the information so that everyone can contribute when the WordCamp is ended. And so it is it's supposed to be just the first step in the contribution.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because it's all open source so you can you can, you can you have a safe space to start doing this because otherwise you know you have to make yourself do 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 the legwork, <clears throat> do your homework. You know there is so many barriers if you don't know where to start and there is that space, that safe space with people who can help you, um, do the first step. So yeah, so this is um, I was on a com- contributor day in 2019. I had no idea what should what I should be doing. No you know. Even though I'm technical, so this is yeah. very, very strange concept. You, 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 it's hard to grasp. By the way, I had the same problems with the the the, the login. You know, for WordCamp.org. I you no, know, I had no um, because I'm not hands-on. You know, developer of 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 WordPress, but I said why not try right and i and, and this was nightmare <laughs> this was total nightmare to get get something up you know i i'm not sure if i contributed a, at all <laughs> so this this is tricky you know i just remembered my first contributor day and i'm curious you know what what are you expecting from this edition because you've been to so many WorldCamps. you are now co-organizing one of the biggest wordcamps out there what are your expectations? What are you looking uh, looking for? You know, for, for this edition.
2: Well, uh, I've been to many work camps, but uh, the, my last work Europe was in before the pandemic. So I, I hope to find again that uh, atmosphere of such a big event. Uh, so, and of course, since it's in Italy, which is my country for me, it's even, uh, more significant and I hope that, uh, everyone will be happy, um, and ha- will have a good time. Um, yeah, I hope to, to meet new people, learn new things. Um, that's my expectation basically. And I, I hope that all the attendees will experience the same. All right. And you are here.
1: Um, man, you know, like I, I signed up to be a volunteer in Porto in 2022 and I just got completely sucked into to camp world. Like <laughs> my life has totally changed. Um, And I've volunteered for a lot of things in my life. I'm really glad that I decided to go and was accepted as a volunteer. Um, And through this process of organizing, I've met so many amazing people. um, And uh, was really excited to meet them in person last year, um, which I didn't get the chance to do. I've met many people this year um, at WordCamp Madrid. That was really great and state of the word. There were a lot of really awesome people there that I wanted to connect with but I just can't wait to like sort of get even deeper in, um, strengthen my connections with people that I've been organizing with because like a lot of people when I say like hey why don't you like sign up to organize or have you ever considered organizing WordCamp Europe? A lot of people are kind of like, "Mm," you know, like it might be a ton of work or I don't really have the time. And for me, you know, what I get back in connections and meeting people and stuff like this, like it's a total worthwhile payoff. So I just can't wait to go, go deeper in and make more connections. And like I said, our team is focused on sustainability this year so i'm really hoping to like make connections to make my life more sustainable you know like finding sponsors for some of the work that i do maybe or you know connecting people with sponsors themselves people from the community so yeah
0: beautiful beautiful thank you thank you very much for um for for sharing this I look forward to this edition of Camp uh, Europe. Hope to meet you in person unless you will be swamped with work. uh, Totally busy. I won't interrupt you then, but I hope we can. um, We can high five, you know, on the venue. No way. We'll totally high five. I'll be at the community
1: booth. It's my job to say hello to everyone. High-five, everyone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect. I will look, I will, um, I will, I will find you. I will find you then. Um, good luck with all of your preparations and let's hope this will be uh, the best World uh so far. Thank, thank you, guys.
1: Yeah. Thank you. If you like what you've just heard, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. On the other hand, if you've got a question we haven't answered yet, feel free to reach out to us directly. Just go to awesomestudio.com forward slash contact. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode of the Awesome to Know podcast.